0: Home time with Bush and Richie. This is absolutely radio on a Friday afternoon. Good to have your company.
1: Film review for the weekend. A bit of an idea if uh, you're having a night in, Friday or Saturday, or indeed Sunday night. Um, not necessarily going to be the film that you're thinking I'm going to re- um, be recommending the Naked Gun
0: Trilogy. Wow, it must be, what, 20 years since I've seen them? I used to love them and, like, Police Squad and everything as well. I've made a conscious decision uh, over the last three weekends
1: uh, to go back and re-watch the Naked Gun films uh, because I found um, in a box, cover, a couple of of old DVDs that I'd got the trilogy uh, on,
0: like, a little DVD box set. Brilliant. Do you know what? They still stand up. I like the fact that you seem to be drawn to films that still have a drawn cover. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Back in that era when a video or VHS had like a picture on the front. To remind you, they're still old enough that all three of them star O.J. Simpson. Oh, my Lord. I mean, it's so weird watching, then thinking, yeah, and then what happened? Do you know what, though? It's a good point because sometimes you're drawn to the new a little bit too much. So you always go on like Netflix or your, your you know, um, Sky, whatever, and, and look for the latest films. Sometimes it is quite good to go back and look at an oldie. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Dust off your DVDs, all right? You've probably chucked the DVD player by now. A little heads up, my Xbox plays DVDs. There you go. Go and put it on your Xbox. And you know what? Weirdly, you should say that. I have had a hankering to go and watch an old film recently, and this bit of advice might make me push me over the edge to go and do it this weekend.
1: Second part of our retro film review on the way. (laughs)
0: Friday's home time the one with the spring in their step it's Bush and Richie uh, So we've just been talking about uh, digging out and watching old movies Richie you've just worked your way through the uh, Naked Gun
1: Naked Gun trilogy. one, two and uh, three and a third yes
0: Which is great and and sometimes we can I was just saying earlier on be, be a bit obsessed with the new and sometimes it's good to go back to oldies and goldies To clarify I had watched them before this isn't one of those occasions where I'm really late to a film Imagine that
2: <laughs> 20 odd years late
0: But weirdly you should be saying that because I've been on On the fence about going back to this old film and I thought, I know, I won't watch it. Because sometimes you don't want to go back because if the effects aren't very good you might ruin it. Good point. Ruin it for yourself. Uh, I've been desperately wanting to watch the Alien movie. The first Alien. Do you remember? Now, I remember that... Absolutely scaring the bejesus out of me when I watched it when I was a kid. I it's probably watched it a lot earlier than I should have done. As well.
1: ironic, I've just said what I've just said because uh, that is not a film I've seen. You haven't watched Alien? It's uh, yet another one of the many, many cultural gaps I have.
0: I feel like we need to almost take you away and put you on this kind of like horror roller coaster <laughs> of scary films, just, to, <laughs> just to immerse you in this stuff. So you haven't seen Alien or Aliens, the follow-on from it, or infrared? No, Alien no, Three is trilogy, isn't there? It I'm is. Quite a few, quite, no, a few. No, no. quite a few to catch up. Well, I tell you what, I'll watch it VHS over the weekend. Tell me if it's any good. Still, still, yeah. Tell you whether it's still any good. Maybe get one of those uh, TVs. We can put a VHS in the bottom. (laughs) Always wanted one of those, (laughs) and then we'll do a swap. (laughs)
1: Hope whatever you've got planned this weekend goes better than uh, last weekend's Weymouth Oktoberfest. Ooh. Um, this is uh, a, uh, a beer and cider festival that was uh, meant to run over two days. It didn't quite because uh, they ran out of drink, they ran out of beer, with three and a half hours still of the event to go.
0: Oh, no! <laughs> That's really bad. You, you kind of need to get that one thing right, really. Don't you? It was, Do you know what I mean?
1: It was meant to be a Friday night and a Saturday night thing and three and a half hours still to go on the Saturday night. All of the 4,000 pints of beer and cider went. Wow. People have paid £11.50 a head to go to this. 900 people drinking over 4,000 pints of beer and cider. I don't know which way this goes. I don't uh-huh. know whether uh, that the people of Weymouth have either got good drinking boots should be respected <laughs> or whether the Weymouth Oktoberfest didn't actually order in enough stuff
0: well do you know weirdly we had we had a, a lad's weekend away about a year or so ago and there's nothing worse than ordering a load of drinks you know like you, you get a load of oh we'll, we'll get some beers and, we, and you go and do one of those overly excited trips to the local supermarket and load up way beyond your drinking ability amount <laughs> of stuff and then having to share it out on the Sunday because you've not drunk any of it <laughs> it's really embarrassing <laughs> I'd rather the damn lot be gone and wake up that I don't even know where I am <laughs> Feeling all weekendy and that. Although, weirdly, tinged with some suspicion this week. Really? Uh, I want to talk about something, but it's a bit weird. So, bear with me. Uh, My other half, Katie, out of the blue... Uh, has had a message from... uh, I won't say the person's name, but he describes himself as, like, an Essex photographer. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Asking her if she would like to do any foot modelling for him. (laughs) You what? So, like, an Instagram message out of the blue. He's trying to come across, like, David Bailey, another one for the kids, (laughs) with a ruffle and, you know, all his camera gear and all that kind of stuff, asking her if she would like to model her feet for him to take some photos of. When
1: you say out of the blue, so, I mean... (laughs) does does Katie post a lot of pictures
0: of her feet? How's, well, what's, what's the deal here? Not at all. I mean, I had a look through her Instagram. Well, obviously police the house, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I had uh, a little look through her Instagram feed last night. There's hardly any, if any, photos of her feet. So
1: how come this bloke is I don't... <laughs> That's really
0: weird. She thinks it's absolutely hilarious. And it's weird. It's only when she was talking to her friend about it, uh, and I was listening in, you realise that, I think girls get a lot of this weird stuff. This is just the tip of the iceberg, or just any normal day for your average girl, getting weirdos, normally fellas, sending them messages on stuff like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that as well. Uh, Ever had anyone wanting to take pictures of your feet? No, and I wish they would. (laughs) It's not fair. They've got nice feet. (laughs) No spring in my step, Richie. I'm afraid football is my enemy. Oh,
1: come on. If you are
0: someone at the moment that is is your enemy, genuinely, I feel like, just talking about last weekend's football, if I can, it's quite difficult too, but everything, everything that could have gone wrong for me as an Everton fan did go wrong. We lost to Burnley. Liverpool got a penalty in the last minute and won their game. Uh, Tottenham, who I kind of hoped would drag Liverpool back a little bit, stop them from winning the league, they lost. Man City <laughs> lost as well, and just when I thought that was it, couldn't get any worse. We ended up uh, watching. Was I watching Newcastle beating Manchester United? The late game on the Saturday or the Sunday, which dropped us into the bottom three. And the worst thing about uh, this
1: weekend, what with it being an international weekend, it means that football is so against you. You haven't even got the chance to get out of the bottom three for a fortnight. No, we've
0: got to sit in it. <laughs> I've got to sit in it for a fortnight. So for me at the moment, I really have. Uh, I, kind of, I would say, kind of thrown myself into the of NFL because football at the moment is so painful it is my enemy it's ruining my life so painful that you won't even watch any of the internationals this weekend not going to watch it I don't want anything to do with football it's my enemy so if you've got something that is your enemy as well let us know about it (laughs) Counting down the minutes until our lads' walking holiday of the Peak District. Of course, you've got a big weekend ahead. Got all the kit, got the Kendall Mint Cake, as you would have heard on the, uh, the show the other night. Uh, and it's just a question now of picking stuff we're going to ramble to. Mm-hmm. I mean, how difficult can it be? Uh, and we're going to try and climb that thing called Kinder Egg. I remember, yeah. Which talked about. Uh, the other thing which I did mention the other day is we're going to try and go down a thing called Blue John Cavern. Right, okay. No, I've not heard of this. In the Peak District, apparently it's a world famous cavern. Uh, we'll see, looking at the actual thing here, the mineral has been mined here for centuries and continues to be in the winter months. Miners armed with picks and shovels pursue the stone deep into the mine workings where it is found in the veins in the limestone or loose in the clay beds lining the passageways. Wow. Once mined, the lumps of blue john are washed and transported to the surface. Once in daylight, the quality of the stone can be seen more clearly. What a cavern. What a cavern indeed. In fact, the website says at the very end, and this is the very interesting point, uh, it describes scribes, Blue John Cavern as the best cavern you'll visit all year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not sure how I would take that if I was the Cavern Club in Liverpool, yeah. home of the Beatles and the Liverbirds. Good point. I'm not necessarily certain I'd be having that. Blue John Cavern is the best cavern I would visit all
0: year. They seem very confident, though. <laughs> they <seem laughs> they very just comforting. got
1: minerals and pickaxes. It looks
0: good, though. <laughs> Look, it's got a little shop and everything on the photograph. I mean, I, I grew up obviously in the West Country. We had uh, Wookiee Hole Caves, right? Yeah, You're like a witch and all that kind of stuff. Have you got? Where you grew up on the south coast, you got any caverns? Caves? We don't have caverns so much, we just have beaches and cliffs. You need to get involved. Speak to your people in Bournemouth, get involved in the cave scene. There's some brilliant stuff going on. <laughs> i got an email today. I don't
1: think I've ever been happier to see the word commiserations uh, start off an email. Oh, no. Back in uh, in March, April, whenever it would have been once the London Marathon's over and done with, uh, which I have successfully completed twice, Mm -hmm. but a few years ago now,
0: um, I entered the ballot for this year's London Marathon. So explain this to me. I've heard a couple of people talk about the ballot. I thought you could just sign up and go and do it.
1: No. No. Uh, no. So once the marathon's over and done with, for a week they have an online ballot open and done with uh, where you can apply because obviously there's far more people that want to do the marathon than actual places themselves. What? So
0: all those nutters that do it, there's five more for each one that wanted to do it but couldn't get in?
1: Primarily. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Um, And I'd forgotten I'd entered. So this morning, when (laughs) I opened up an email from the London Marathon, thinking, oh, no. Oh. (laughs) This is the ballot. If this says, well done, you've got a place, training starts tomorrow, and I'm in no fit shape whatsoever. I've never been happier to have an email that started with the word commiserations. Politely
0: let down. But, like, if... if if it was on and you got in mm-hmm. and what, what would happen if you just said actually I don't, I don't fancy it would they I be think like...
1: you can defer your place for a year really actually? Or would they be really disappointed in you I think <laughs> I'd be disappointed in myself <laughs> if I had to defer <laughs> if I had to defer a place in the marathon because I was that unfit I'd be disappointed in myself I'll actually be celebrating the commiserations with the dominoes tonight
0: there you go that's the narrow miss of the week if you can beat that for a narrow miss tweet us at absolute radio <laughs>
1: Maybe this weekend you'll get the chance to uh, get out and uh, partake in whatever your hobby is. If that is detectoring, uh, then hats off to Billy Vaughan, who has, just as a detectorist himself, discovered a 4,000-year-old gold torque. Oh, my Lord. What's a torque? So a torque is something that back in medieval times they used to wear around their neck as a very, very ostentatious, um, you know, Symbol of wealth to wow. show to all your mates. I'm wealthy. Medieval bling. Medieval bling. Uh, probably the size of your fist. A thick gold ring. Uh, hasn't been found for four thousand years. He's out to it. He's found it. It's probably worth about £23,000.
0: Now, I've always wondered, well, you know when someone finds something like that? remember there was that big hall that someone found in Essex and stuff, you can go and visit the site, and they find and he goes to the British Museum. Do they get paid for that, or what happens?
1: I think there's a bit of a split between the landowner and the detectorists themselves.
0: Oh, I see. They've got to pay like a tithe or something like that, pay it off to them or whatever. Fair play to him, though. You know... We've been out on the beers and he's been there on a windswept Juni beach with his metal detector with his earphones on. You know, he's earned it. That's Can what he? I
1: respect about detectorists. They've got a hobby that could become useful one day or could pay off.
0: These pictures that I take of trains, nothing. You never know. <laughs> Getty images could come calling. However, though, have you ever tried using a metal detector? Have you ever had a go on one? No. In, weirdly, you think, oh, you just turn it on and listen to your earphones and it's not, not what you do. Well, no, um, my other half, Katie, bought one weirdly. Weird uh, for a girl, one of the weirdest uh, purchases on a whim I've ever seen in my life. About to get back in the car in Chelmsford, she then nips into uh, Maplin, they've got a half price metal detector. She goes, I've always wanted one of them. I was like, what? <laughs> if that was me, it'd be World War 3 You're not spending your money on a, on a metal detector, you don't need one. Anyway, get it home, try and set it up. It's the most confusing thing ever. Really? It's like you have to tune in two kind of weird streams of sound and get them to to, to vibrate as well. It was too confusing for me. Oh, well, he he sounds like he's earned his 22000 then. I agree. I think he's earned the money. And at £22,000, get himself the best metal detecting kit anyone's ever seen. Friday's Home Time, Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Uh, we made a little comment about uh, Advent calendars a bit earlier on. I we? know, I got shot down somewhat. Well, they just popped up into the show. I just think it's way too early for any of that business. However, having said that, very interesting uh, news story has hit us here at Home Time. Uh, Morrison's, our friends at Morrison's, have been crowned the best supermarket for mince pies this Christmas. Does that happen in October, does it? Well, apparently so. The judges blind-tasted traditional mince pies from UK supermarkets and crowned Morrison's the best all-butter, deep-filled mince pie as clear winner. Well, well, well. And very triumphantly, uh, they're obviously cock-a-hoop about this, <laughs> Morrison's have sent in a, uh, you know, they didn't want to make much of it. They've just put a crown on top of a box. It's a very
1: ostentatious packaging. Isn't it? So is it's... that how
0: it is in the aisle? Well, I'd love to or see. it. it just for us? If that was what it was like in the aisle, that would be great. So it's an actual crown on top of a tiny little box here. Now, this is difficult for me. Obviously, I want a, us to taste the, the mince pie. But I have quite strong feelings about the eating of mince pies until we're kind of in the advent calendar run-up to Christmas, really. Not not in October. Yes. So what do we do? I mean, I just have to pretend I'm Louis Theroux. It's investigative yeah, journalism. Yeah, let's have a look, yeah. Fly on the wall documentary. Another way you've opened the box from the um from the bottom. There's just one mince pie in here. Oh, that's awkward. That's the one mince pie. Now, I can't eat that and give that to you. you. You wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want to eat it and then hand it on to me. No. Do you know what I'm going to do, Richie? I'm going to let you
1: have that. That's really very, very kind. Thank that's you very the, that's much. That's
0: the kind of guy I am. Lovely. So you
1: can be our taste tester. Do you know it's been refrigerated? Um, I'd normally have this microwave with single cream.
0: Oh, you like them warm, do you? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Well, if yeah. you're willing to. So slum well, I'll give it. it back to you. Is this past the, <laughs> past the pie? So what, you're passionate about to me because what? Because we have no microwave or single cream. Okay, well, I'll just, I am having them straight up. So uh, let's have a little look. Do you eat
2: it
1: as a snack. Uh huh. Wow.
0: No, that's good. Savage. I genuinely feel ready for Christmas now.
1: <laughs> Can I return you to my question about advent calendars?
0: Still no. <laughs> Still a no from me. Do you want
1: the rest of this? No, thanks. <laughs> Now, some unfinished business. Do you remember last week we spoke to a young lad called Barry on the show who had dinked his dad's car while his dad was on holiday?
0: He was in right a kerfuffle, wasn't he? A real kerfuffle. He
1: was. Now, as I remember it, his old man was getting back at the weekend and he didn't know what to do, and we advised him just to front it up and be honest.
0: Honesty is the best policy.
1: Now, in all good GDPR policies, we've kept his number and we thought we'd give him a call and see how he got on. So
0: let's catch
1: up with our here Barry. Hello, it's Bush and Richie. Is that Barry? Barry, <laughs> it's Barry. Barry, we are after an update. So tell us what happened <laughs> over the weekend with this dented car.
2: Um, picked that up yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, he was asking how the car's been, <laughs> uh, and I said, "Well, I'll tell you about that in a minute." I said, "I've got a confession. Unfortunately, I've uh, banged the back." And he didn't seem overly pleased, if I'm honest.
0: What's your dad's name, just so we can picture him in our minds?
2: Richard. Richard.
0: Yeah. I bet he was irate.
2: Yeah, I think silently irate, because he thought, well, what can he do about it? Good point. Um, Yep. So I, I said, look, I've made inquiries to get it fixed. The bloke came round. He reckons he can fix it for 120 quid. Um which is better than 500, isn't it? Yes. But it still could be 500 if you can't, so... But you know. that's going to be coming out of your account, isn't it? Yeah, or I had an idea. All we could right. ask the listeners, right, for a whip round. <laughs>
1: Right. What? <laughs> okay, Barry. No, I don't think this is going to happen, Barry. No, I'm sure
0: that's going anyway.
2: This is not the forum for that. <laughs>
0: don't ask, you don't know.
1: I know we said to keep back in touch and let us know what happened, but to get back in touch for a whip round to fix
0: the debt that you put in, well, I mean, the wow. bare-faced cheek of getting back in touch with this show <laughs> trying to raise funds. This ain't, this isn't Kickstarter or crowdfunding for Barry. <laughs> you Have fertility problems. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute. I was eating a, a mince <laughs> pie earlier on. I thought that was fine. Now you're asking me about this. What's your issue?
1: Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a story I've read today. Um, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. This is. Uh, I probably should what have said What are you checked. guessing? I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, being that uh, you have uh, two lovely daughters, fertility issues is not necessarily. An issue for you. Well, the pair of them look now like me, but I hope everything's okay. <laughs> no, do you know what? I've I've read something today. It's the first time ever that I've seen a, a food news story that has actually been, oh, wow, something I eat could actually be useful. All right? Oh, yeah,
0: because there's normally wall-to-wall scares
1: isn't yeah. it yeah normally you know the things you eat is kind of like oh that's bad for you or the things that it says are good for you aren't very appetising but I saw a story today that said that tomato puree is fantastic for anybody with
0: male fertility issues oh wow now I read that like dark chocolate's supposed to be good if you're going to have babies yep uh, but now it's they've, they're adding tomato puree into they're the saying mix they
1: tomato puree if you think about how that mm. is the integral, integral uh, ingredient for pizza bolognese yep Lasagna. Uh huh. All right.
0: Three staples for me. God, it literally warped past you at the photocopy can get isn't pregnant. Isn't it great? Yeah, that is unbelievable. Isn't the other it? side of things is I've already got three kids. So <laughs> where does that leave you? You're gonna have to cut down on the pizza. <laughs> that that'll get a minibus. <laughs> Uh, you know my nine-year-old daughter asked me this morning. Far away, she asked me, "Would it be okay for her to get her ears pierced on her tenth birthday?" Oh, what is the what's the going rate on kids and ears piercing? This is this is obviously new territory for me for, uh, being a parent. Obviously, you've got a, a daughter who is a bit older.
1: Yeah, uh, I th- I've got a feeling we waited until senior school.
0: Really? Mm. Oh wow! Is that uh, but so? That's was... only really eleven. I know, but. They're, she's like a teenager already, R1. <laughs> That's quite scary, isn't it? I, I, I've kind of... Oh, damn, I've kind of said, all right, then. <laughs> I just want to... I should have checked first.
2: Damn.
0: Damn. <laughs> damn. I, I'm going to pop out and make a call? Is all right? You go for it, yeah. So, I'll, I'll see you in a minute. All I'll right, cheers,
1: ready. Bye. <laughs>